Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. Most Bible believers can't tell the difference between a professional entertainer, singer, and a worshiper. But guess what? God can tell the difference. My guest, who has led worship for some of the largest miracle ministries on the planet, is a worshiper. And when he worships, the tangible, manifest, presence of God invades the place, and in God, all things are possible. Are you ready for the God invasion? (laughs) I want to find out how Roy Fields became such a carrier of God's presence. Things didn't start out right. Right, for Roy, at two, his parents got divorced. Um, at eight, he became a believer in the Messiah, and he absolutely knew he wanted to help people. Uh, and then as a teenager, his mom bought him a guitar, and you used to go into your bedroom with your guitar. Yeah. What were you doing? You locked the door. What were you doing? Well, I didn't know how to play, so I would watch some other musicians play and everything, but I would lock myself in the room and I would just play for hours. I only knew like three chords. So I would just worship these songs that didn't even how rhyme. How could you do it for hours? A kid, a young kid, a teenager doesn't do that for hours. Well, first, I love music, first of all. The second thing is I was getting addicted to what I was feeling when I would sing. What I would, would you feel? I would feel a warm sensation come over my body. I'd be sitting there strumming the guitar, and I would be singing to him. And again, these words didn't rhyme. This was just from my heart to him. And all the pain I was feeling from my childhood and my dad not being there and everything that was going on, I was finding the Lord. I don't know if that makes sense, but I was finding the Lord. And his presence would fill my room. And I mean, when you feel God's presence, what else do you want to do? Okay, but your life really got changed. At 18, you went to Africa. What happened? Well, I had somebody prophesy over me when I was 16 that I would actually do this. And uh, I ended up in Africa. We went to four countries, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Malawi, and Mozambique. And the last week, I had an invitation to go to a high school in Maurundera High School in uh, Zimbabwe. 
And I thought I was going to have like a Reinhard Bonnke meeting. <laughs> you know, I was going to go in there and there are going to be like thousands of people. And I would say, yes, hallelujah, you know. And, <laughs> and unfortunately, there were eight kids there and they were already saved. <laughs> So <laughs> all the way to Africa <laughs> to save yeah. Africa and kids and they're already safe. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like letting the air out of my balloon. But anyway, yeah. uh, I, I just felt a word from the Lord say, call people up for healing. Well, seven of these eight came up and they, they didn't need healing. They wanted to just be prayed for. Uh, and I began to lay hands on them and I'd never done this before. Sid, I wasn't taught. I hadn't learned how to pray for people. I hadn't learned how to lay hands on them yet. And I just did what I felt in my heart to do. I thought when Jesus was baptized in the water and the Holy Spirit came upon him, that's when the power of God entered Jesus. And I said, let the same thing happen to these kids. And I lifted up my hand and I watched a kid go flying out under the power of God. And I honestly, I went like this, said, I went like this, I went. I've got the power. <laughs> I mean, it, it blew my mind. So, and I just started laying hands on everyone, and they all fell out. I understand that the group began to grow over eight. What happened? It did. What happened is that last kid who didn't come forward, I went and prayed for him. And he was sitting in a seat. He was very embarrassed to get up. I went and grabbed his legs and prayed over him. And I thought to myself, you know, I've seen people lay on hands, you know, people. Well, what was wrong with his legs? He, his foot, he had a, a cleft foot that was, he walked funny, everybody knew him. And I thought, if this doesn't work, I'm in Africa, nobody will remember me anyway. So <laughs> I was like, it's okay. And I prayed and nothing, I was like, in the name of Jesus, you know, and nothing happened. And then the kid goes, Jesus, please. And in my hands, that kid's foot snapped and it went like this. And I'll be honest, I wasn't like, come on, praise the Lord. I was like this, oh my God. <laughs> And all the kids started speaking in a language because they knew it was real. He got up, walked around, and the next meeting we had 300 kids jam-packed the living room, or the, the classroom. Well, that would change anyone's life. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I want you to stand up right now. Studio audience, you stand up. I want you at home. You think I don't see you? Well, you're right. But stand up anyway. <laughs> I want you to stand up. And when you've done everything else with the attacks of life, stand and watch the salvation of God. Let's hear Roy Fields. Stand up.
Supernatural. If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. In addition to archive programs, you'll be able to also watch special ministry and mentoring sessions taped at our It's Supernatural Media and Mentoring Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, with the best teachers in the various gifts of the Holy Spirit. You will also be able to enter into the presence of God through anointed worship and special soaking prayer sessions. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal, normal as defined by the Bible. You will be taught and receive impartation to walk in the supernatural of God like never before. That's SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. We now return to It's Supernatural. So Roy Fields is invited to Wales, where uh, quite a long time ago they actually had a revival there. And, but he's going there only for a few nights. What happened? Well, we went there for four days. We're supposed to do a conference. And uh, when we got there, I already had this expectation in me that something extraordinary might happen. The church we were in had not had a big move of God, a revival, since the 50s. And when I got there, it was extraordinary. Uh, I would lead worship, and we would go for at least an hour and a half to two hours each night, given any, any night. And, and then I would preach at the, at the end of that. And I don't know how to say it, but the, the, the whole air changed in the place. I could almost feel like maybe what Evan Roberts, for instance, might have felt back in 1904, the guy with the Welsh Revival right. and everything. And I looked around and I just knew this is what God wanted to do with this place. So it was like revisiting something that had already took in place, taken place years ago. And all I know is people did not want to leave the services, Sid, until one o'clock in the morning. The pastor's trying to shut the lights off and he can't because people are laid out all across the entire halls, out the doors and everything. Tell me, tell me about that bar owner. There was a, there's a bar owner who was locking up uh, he was watching these meetings increase every single night. And he's only about 25 yards, the pub, as they call it in the UK. And he was closing up the, the, the door one day. And somebody told me it was like 1230 at night. And he's closing up the door. And as he looks out, here comes people stumbling out of the church doors. <laughs> and he's thinking to himself, it's I didn't competition. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. And, and, and he's thinking, I didn't serve these guys. What is going on over there? So the word started to spread. And next thing you know, we had a, um, we had a prostitute come into the meeting that used to go to that bar. And because of what was happening in those meetings, she went to the bar, walked up to these two guys. I don't know if she had known them or not. And she said, put your drinks down. You know, if you died today, you would end up in hell, don't you? And they said, yes. And she grabbed him by the shirt, walked him 25 yards into the building. Both those guys fell to their feet. One guy confessed of murder. The other guy gave his life to Christ. And both of them, from what I understand today, are now going to church and they're plugged in to God. Well, you know, there is the counterfeit and the authentic. The counterfeit the world has, get drunk on wine. What that's a counterfeit of is 
the new wine of the Holy Spirit. And people are so happy that people think they're drunk. And that's what that bartender was doing. But you and your wife went out on the streets and you were shocked when you were witnessing to people. What did they tell your wife? Well, my wife on a Saturday, because we were there every, every night of the week doing meetings, Melanie, my wife, would go out on the streets and she would have, we'd have a crowd of about 100 people or so that we would take out to teach them how to evangelize. And it seemed to be nine out of 10 people, now listen to this, nine out of 10 people in Wales are either A, atheist, or don't believe in church, okay? And so she would walk up to some of these people and they started saying to her, these are completely unbelievers. Right. And they were saying, I had a dream that you were going to come to me this morning and tell me about Jesus. Mm. I mean, so, so we, were, we, were, we were touching a lot of people throughout the streets there. And those dreams, you know, to hear that, it was confirmation that we were doing what we were supposed to do. Tell me about the woman that just loved your song about angels, which happens to be yes. my favorite song, yes. uh, who was, fell off a roof. Yeah. and broke her back. In 2004, this lady fell off a roof and she was basically on every single medication you can imagine. I think it was like Oxycontin, Darvocet, Percocet. She had a whole set. <laughs> uh, and she, she was in such bad pain that she had two friends walk her into a meeting I was doing in Syracuse, New York. She was in so much pain that she had to leave the meeting because we hadn't started praying for everybody. So her friend, who was impatient, came to me and said, why won't you pray for my friend? You know, this meeting's been for four hours. And I'm like, well, I lead worship for two hours and then we <laughs> preach. And, then, and she said, well, she's leaving. So I ran out into the lobby. There's no crowd there, just a few people. And I said, ma'am, what's wrong? What's going on? She goes, oh, she says, I'm so, I'm in so much pain. She says, I have to leave. She says, I've been like this since 2004. And she says, if I don't get a miracle, I can't live like this much longer. And I looked at her and said, I just knew by the spirit, God wanted to heal her right then and there. And I said, ma'am, look at my eyes. I said, I promise you, when I pray for you, God is going to heal you right now. Do you believe me? And I don't know, something about whatever was said, she looked at me and I knew she believed. I put my hand on her back. Now remember, there's nobody out there. Her friend is looking in disbelief. I put my hand on her back and I said, Jesus, you can heal this. I said, I command those bones, muscles, ligaments, tendons to line up with the Word of God in the name of Jesus. And as I did that, her bones began to pop in my hand, right up her back. And she went like this. She looked up and she went like this and she said, oh my God. I said, come on, ma'am, let's go walking. And then she started walking. So then she goes, what do I do now? I said, take two of my CDs and call me in the morning. <laughs> well, In the presence of angels is what she listened to. I'm going to tell you something. This is my favorite song by Roy, but in the presence of angels, as this music goes forth, people are seeing angels, they're having visitations from God, they're getting physically healed. Get ready because you are in the presence of angels.
We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Roy, it's very obvious to me and everyone that hears you uh, worship God, mm -hmm. uh, that there's something going on inside of you. But what is there that you want to happen to the people that are hearing your worship, hearing these CDs? I want, I want the same thing that happens to me when I actually record these records. I experience the presence of God. When I'm worshiping, I can actually feel the tangible presence of God coming into the room. And everybody that's in the place, they feel the same thing. And we become in unity and all of a sudden everybody has one heart, one accord in one place. It's almost like Acts chapter two, if you read that. And in this particular recording is from the place that I got saved at 30 years ago. So not only is this a worship record that has the presence of God, it's like I built an altar before the Lord to say, thank you for saving my life. It's the most heartfelt record I've ever done. It's got the most work I've ever put into anything. And it is the most heartfelt worship I believe that you'll probably experience this year because it is from the heart of God and it's from my heart to Him. Well, and, well you know, this was done in a live concert. This was, uh, the songs are songs that God has downloaded inside of Him during revivals. No wonder there's such a presence of God <laughs> on them. Yeah, it's, it's something that I have felt in my heart uh, for many years, and I always wanted to go back to the place that I got saved in. And um, people have been healed listening to this CD already. We've had testimonies come in. People that have depression, when they listen to this, they instantly have instant peace. Or as you would say on this show, shalom. It was instant peace and people have experienced healing. And I believe that if you listen to this and you let it just soak inside of you, I believe with all my heart, you're gonna see things in this world differently than you've ever seen before. Now, this most recent CD that you've done mm -hmm. uh, was your home congregation. You had a thousand people there, but you had a very pleasant surprise. You literally gave an invitation for people to be saved at the end of the concert. What happened? Uh, almost 120 people came down to the altar, and as I was standing there at the altar, I looked down into the crowd, and four of my family members answered the altar call. They don't even go to church. And I looked down, and their hands are up, and tears are coming down their face, and they're weeping in the presence of God. They've never even really experienced the presence of God. So the worship that we captured on this actually led my family to salvation. I can't wait to get his latest CD into your hand. Actually, we have two CDs. One is Stand Up, the other is Fill This Place. And I believe that that same hunger within Roy to get closer to God, to just sell out every fiber of his being to God, it's going to transmit to you and you are going to become a worshiper of God. And guess what? God won't be able to resist you for investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. The book and three CD series, House on Fire, 
offer number 9355 for an investment of 39 US dollars. Be sure to ask for offer 9355. Once again, that's offer 9355. We now return to I want to find out, Roy, to you, what is worship? That's a big question. Worship to me is the reverential adoration to God, not because he is God, but because I want to worship him. I want to love him. Yeah, but I don't, have, I don't play the piano. I don't play any instrument. <laughs> so is it just for you or how about someone like it's me? for everyone. God is searching every heart, looking for someone to worship him in spirit and in truth. So you know what I love to do? I love to worship God in supernatural languages, in tongues, and make melodies unto God. Do Do you ever do that? Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know where I'd be without it, to be honest with you. Okay, tell me about a few days ago, you were in your living room and yeah. something a phenomenal happened. Well, this happens from time to time. Um, I was laying in my That's living room. That's not fair. <laughs> it hadn't happened to me yet. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm laying in my living room, and there are many times that I'm thinking about God. I think about Him all the time. And I find myself on the floor, and I just get lost. And I'm not in a place of desperation where I'm asking Him to do something for me. And I'm not in a place where I'm telling Him, oh, thank you for all you've done for me. I'm actually in this place of, God, I just, I just love you. You're just absolutely amazing. And I don't know what I'd do without you in my life. And that's where I go. I go right there. And I don't have to be in any environment. It could be anywhere. I just love them. Uh, But I remember when you were 21, you would go into a church and the pastor gave you the key and you'd lock yourself in that church. What would you do? I would go and sit at the piano. You know, nobody would be there. The lights would be dim in the place. And when I'd go in, I'd just worship him. You know, I, these, are, these are my years as a youth, being a young adult growing up and just connecting with him. And as I played and I would worship him, there was this one particular moment. You know, I'm a young man. I'm single. I'm not married yet. I'm moved down from New York to Florida. And I'm just like, God, I'm open for anything you want to do. My life is completely yours. And as I'm worshiping the Lord, I sense the presence of God come in the room. And I look to my right and where people would normally sit in the place There was nobody there, but I looked in the main aisle and there were a set of brass feet that walked in Hmm. and they had sandals on them. And that's all I saw. Now, I didn't know if it was God. I didn't know if it was Jesus. I didn't know if it was the Holy Spirit. I didn't know if it was an angel. Here's what I did know. I knew it was from the Lord. And when I looked at that, I shook and I I wasn't like, hey, Jesus. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I just ducked underneath the piano totally afraid, but in a, in a wonderful afraid of the Lord. And I heard the Lord's voice and he said, I am with you. And I just, I think I didn't get out of the place until about two in the morning. I was just wrecked. I was just wrecked. And I, you know, this has been my, this has been my relationship with the Lord. This is how it's been for me from the tough life in the early years till now. I'm just in love with God. He's amazing. He said, You know, God is so amazing. I'm going to tell you something. Roy got a song in Wales that was downloaded from heaven about who God is from Genesis to Revelation. 
It's called you are God. And whether you know it or not, God is God and God is your God and God has a destiny for you and God has a purpose for your life. You don't, don't you take those pills. Don't you commit suicide because God is God. Roy Fields, you are God. You were there when the earth was void and formless, covered only with the darkest night. You were there stepping out onto nothing, spoke your word and light began to shine. You were there with gentle hands creating in your image man out of the dust you were there when unity was shattered and still you choose to redeem us with your love you are god you are faithful like no other You are God I refuse to serve another You are God We declare in all in wonder You are God You were there when a baby broke the silence Soon to be the chosen Savior King And you were there when he prayed in the garden He made the choice to give up everything Faithful life. 
Roy, it's very obvious to me and everyone that hears you uh, worship God, mm. uh, that there's something going on inside of you. But what is there that you want to happen to the people that are hearing your worship, hearing these CDs? I want, I want the same thing that happens to me when I actually record these records. I experience the presence of God. When I'm worshiping, I can actually feel the tangible presence of God coming into the room. And everybody that's in the place, they feel the same thing. And we become in unity and all of a sudden everybody has one heart, one accord in one place. It's almost like Acts chapter two, if you read that. And in this particular recording is from the place that I got saved at 30 years ago. So not only is this a worship record that has the presence of God, it's like I built an altar before the Lord to say, thank you for saving my life. It's the most heartfelt record I've ever done. It's got the most work I've ever put into anything. And it is the most heartfelt worship I believe that you'll probably experience this year because it is from the heart of God and it's from my heart to Him. Well, well, you know, this was done in a live concert. This was uh, the songs are songs that God has downloaded inside of him during revivals. No wonder there's such a presence of God <laughs> on them. Yeah, it's it's something that I have felt in my heart uh, for many years. And I always wanted to go back to the place that I got saved in. And um People have been healed listening to this CD already. We've had testimonies come in. People that have depression, when they listen to this, they instantly have instant peace. Or as you would say on this show, shalom. It was instant peace. And people have experienced healing. And I believe that if you listen to this and you let it just soak inside of you, I believe with all my heart, you're going to see things in this world differently than you've ever seen before. Now, this most recent CD that you've done mm. uh, it was your home congregation. You had a thousand people there, but you had a very pleasant surprise. You literally gave an invitation for people to be saved at the end of the concert. What happened? Uh, almost 120 people came down to the altar. And as I was standing there at the altar, I looked down into the crowd and four of my family members answered the altar call. They don't even go to church. And I look down and their hands are up and tears are coming down their face and they're weeping in the presence of God. They've never even really experienced the presence of God. So the worship that we captured on this actually led my family to salvation. I can't wait to get his latest CD into your hand. Actually, we have two CDs. One is stand up, the other is fill this place. And I believe that that same hunger within Roy to get closer to God, to just sell out every fiber of his being to God, it's going to transmit to you and you are going to become a worshiper of God. And guess what? God won't be able to resist you for investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447 2697. That's 1 800 447 2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's sidroth.org. The book and three CD series, House on Fire, offer number 9355 for an investment of 39 US dollars. Be sure to ask for offer 9355. Once again, 
That's offer 9355. Next week on It's Supernatural. Is Islam a peace-loving religion? I mean, President George Bush, President Barack Obama, the Pope, the leaders of the world all say it is. Well, the best person I know to ask is a world-class Messianic Jewish reporter that has lived many years in Israel and gets the Arab press and knows what's really going on. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.